Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome back to sunny Isla Vista, California. It's your main man, PJ. Joined as always by my trusty best bro, my co-host, the co-hostess with the mostest, Mondo. Mondo, how you feeling today, bro? I'm uh, feeling great today, bro. We're just getting started, getting our liquor pouring and... Brewski's cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddled out nice and early. Deep patrol. Then, you know, went to Super Cuckoo's. Got my fix. Got a burrito in my belly. Came to the studio. Saw my boy Mondo. Did a little bumpy bumpy. And wouldn't you know it, today in studio, very special episode, our best buddy from the great state of Oregon, Mikey Mike is in the house. Mikey Mike from Band. Say what up. Come on in here. Lean in here. What's up, bros? It's Mikey Mike repping the 315 from Oregon. What's going on, bro? I'm here to fucking just vibe out and just hang out in IV. We're just kicking it, bro. Don't worry about it. That's right, bro. Yeah, stay buddy, listeners. Ladies and gents. Ladies and germs. Um, So anyways, on the docket, we got a lot to talk about. Everything from the fact that my dad fucking sucks and froze my assets. Also, like, Kager at Ronnie's house? Is that chill? Bro, that's super chill. Ronnie's the fucking homie, dude. We're gonna go kick it at his place super hard, bro. Well, that's the early verdict, but we're gonna go to the boards. We've heard some discerning things about Ronnie, but it is what it is. All right, folks. It's a sunny day. Let's play into the beautiful sounds of Sublime. You are listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast. Sigma grind set for life. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 805 and Revolt. Sam Bean joined with uh, Cameron Atkinson. Cameron, how are you today? I'm doing great. Just starting to cool down in Ohio. Starting to feel a little bit nicer out. It's warm outside. Wouldn't you know it? The heat wave has struck. It's really the first heat wave of the year. Well, we had a little one earlier, but it was so darn hot, I cut my own hair in the mirror, and now I look a little spash. And (laughs) we are recording in my living room. Hanging out, got the basketball game on, cool guys, it's very hot, cool guys in the heat, cool guys who take their shirts off with their friends, and our friend today, Jeep isn't here, he got stuck on the in customs and the border, he's like in Andorra, he's checking in, like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself stuff, and Russell, as you know, is doing big Hollywood stuff, but we do have a special surprise for you guys, you. the one and only, uh, one of Ojai's most legendary sons, uh, my good friend, uh, long time, anyone who's familiar with us knows this guy by proxy, one of the greats, Nordoff Ranger legend, Benjamin George Cohen. Please uh, come in here and tell me what's up. What's up, y'all? It's Ben. I'm excited to make my uh, premiere appearance on the 805 and Revolt podcast, and we lit. Let's go. Every day, we live. And folks, yeah, I'm both. <laughs> so no one is wearing their shirt. It's oppressively hot. 
tyrannically hot, suffocatingly hot, what are you gonna do? You gonna have a little ice cream? You gonna go to a lucky baseball game with your son? What do you do when it gets hot, folks? Hashtag free the nipples what you do. Yeah, exactly. it's hot boy summer. You take your shirt you off and just vibe with the boys. Hot white boys who get red in the face when they watch sports. Oh, we get very red. We get face. red. Yeah, we get nice and I red. Know, I don't know if it's the liquor or the I sports get clammy or the hands. Heat. Yeah, I'm chewing on Italian sausages while I drive listening to Journey. What a day. What a day it is, folks. The summer is in full swing. So, before we really get into the, the meat of the show, it has come to our attention that we posted a we we um we solicited questions from our listeners as we do from time to time. But as this is a period of technical transition for our show, we're changing personnel. We didn't know how to view the questions, and it ex- the Instagram story expired. So, folks, if you wrote in a question and you're hoping to hear the answer, you're not going to get it because we lost all those questions. I will take the blame for that. Sort of. Kind of. Jeep, maybe. We'll take 50-50. Split it. He's in Andorra. What, what can He's he say? He's not here. We can yeah. just blame it's it. It's like an uh, old classic uh, key toss situation. Yeah. It's a classic case of your friend trying to throw you his car keys and them landing in a giant vat of freshly prepared salsa and you having to fish it out. It's exactly the same thing. Honestly, how much money, like, honestly, God, like, that amount of salsa, like, how much do you think that was worth? That was, least, like, like, almost $200 yeah, that was worth at of least, salsa. It was at least two Franklin faces of salsa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was probably three gallons it went up worth, to of, my, worth of salsa. Passed my oh. forearm to my elbow. Yeah. And you got long arms. You got long arms. You just got long arms. For the people, I don't know if it's been discussed on the pod before, but for people who don't know. has not. This is new information. This is a pivotal, seminal moment. Foundational. Foundational moment in our group's history. So we were at La Fuente, legendary Ojai spot. Big Big shout outs. um, Support, support, support. Yeah, shouts out to the shouts out to La Fuente. Yeah, we love La Fuente. We love La Fuente. Anyway, we were there, late night, kicking it. Was it Cameron? Were you the one who tossed the cheese? Here's what happened. I didn't toss the cheese. The keys. I tossed the keys. And Jimbo didn't even move. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. And Jeep should be here to defend himself. This is a kangaroo court. We always talk about this. This is a kangaroo court. I'm actually on Jeep's... You know what? In absentia, I will represent the plaintiff, Jeffrey Peter Thatcher. And folks... You, your questions aren't going to get answered. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's Jeep's fault. I, well, it, is, it, is. it could be also Look. the deep state, the Jeep state. <laughs> We're going to resubmit, and Ben has helped us figure out how to do that. Okay? But anyways, moving, move, let's, let's not divert. Let's not go off the rails okay. here. Okay? okay. We're at La Fuente. The year is 2013. It's our junior year of high school. G.I. Joe Retaliation is about to come out, and boy howdy are things going to change. But before that film can be released, we're just hanging out, enjoying some quality food. This is Ojai, pre-Big pre Hat, you know? Pre, Pre-Turtle Conspiracy. This is kind of a mellow Ojai. So we're sitting there, we're munching, we're hanging out. We're baked as fuck. Cameron gets Jeep's keys and goes to Jeep's truck to get... What exactly were you getting, Cameron? Uh, maybe, like, my wallet or, you know, something. I was grabbing something. I, who knows? Okay. I needed so to get something. Cameron goes to get his cam pack. Yeah, I was going to say, it was probably something out of my notorious cam pack. 
Could have been something dank. Could have been something warm. Could have, you know, who knows? <laughs> what was grabbed was inconsequential. What yeah. happened next so, yeah, changed same, everything. Same so what happens next is Cameron goes and gets his um, blue raspberry sour straws <laughs> and fucking like Mike, I don't know, like microchips full of like the location to CIA black houses and like all sorts of things that are in his backpack. I don't know, like a poncho sweater. Maybe like, I don't know, like uh, fucking Jeffrey Epstein's suicide note. We don't know what's in the backpack, but he gets it. Then he comes back and he's like, hey, Jeep, I got your keys. Now, Jeep is at the register. He was like near... No, he's at the register. He's about to order. He was I'm, in line. I'm standing over to the side where the drinks are. If you know LaFuente, you know what we're talking about. And this is pre-expansion. So yes. there's no second room. Where you go to enter the dining room of La Fuente at this point is just drywall, right? They hadn't expanded next door. So it's a very kind of cramped environment. Cameron comes into the frame. Jeep is kind of ordering, kind of jeeping around. Cameron's like, yo, I got your keys. Sorry, that impression's not good. And Jeep's like, thank you for my keys. <laughs> That's a good impression. I'm just kidding. Jeep, love you. Ah. So Cameron's like, all right, Jeep, I got your keys. And Jeep's like, okay. Can I see my keys? And Cameron <laughs> tosses them with like like Kurt Warner. Like he puts spin on the ball. He juices it up. The tightest spiral. Yeah. Really tight no. spiral. If you can well, get yeah. a tight spiral on a pair of key on a set of keys. Yeah. That's Nordoff Rangers. Yeah. CIF championship back to back. So he throws the, the keys like it's a like a pigskin and like he's an evangelical Christian quarterback and it flies over Jeep completely. And I'm watching this in slow motion. And all of a sudden, like, Rise of the Valkyrie starts playing in my head. Because behind Jeep and behind the man who's taking his order, there's a woman walking with a giant, freshly prepared, massive vat of salsa. She's wearing her apron. She's got her, her, her oven mitts on. This is like a big thing of salsa that was just made, uh, presumptively for like a catering event or something flies right directly dead center into the salsa and we can add a plunk noise right here or does someone want to make a plunk noise oh that was good do it again do it again oh man are we gonna become an asmr podcast yeah. on camera? <laughs> i'm putting lotion on your skin anyways so situation is sorry um Goes in, drag it in the salsa, and that's it. I mean, Cameron threw the keys in the salsa. <laughs> Jeep is not to blame here. I'm sorry, but I just have to speak truth. I Ben, where were you? Can I say my piece quickly? Well, first, let's get Ben's witness statement. I would, yeah, I was I'd like to call Ben. Co I'm also not only am I the defense, I'm also the judge. Ben and the jury and the yeah. executioner. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I was in a similar situation to you, Sam, when uh, observing this situation. I was just kind of on the side, just looking at it. And yeah, I mean, from my perspective, the toss just went it way was, short. It went too high. It, went it was too like high it was a way long enough. It it's too went, much power. It, it just went up. Yeah. And right back down into yeah. the salsa. Directly into the salsa. But in my defense, Jeep did not even make an effort to move. He's like, he was at a period in his life where if it wasn't delivered right to his hands, he wasn't going to move and he'd go. Mm. Objection, relevance. He'd go, mm, you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm an expert at crushing kids. <laughs> and so, 
<laughs> I came in hot. Never not Jeep a... came in cold and was not paying Ooh. attention. Yes. Yes. He got caught off guard. I'm better with balls. Keys are not my <laughs> yeah, thing. They just went up and down into the salsa and we all just watched him go. No, I as soon as it was like a train wreck. The second they left my hands, we knew it was fucked. As soon as it went, <laughs> as soon as they submerged, the slow motion stopped, and I just ran. I thought, and I didn't like just linger outside. I went right to Ohio Avenue and just like <laughs> walked up a couple paces to what's now Topa Topa Brewing Company and just kind of like stayed there for a few minutes. It was, I mean, I didn't go back to La Fuente for a long time. Yeah. They've been making me small burritos ever since. But I think we have... I think the piece has been... Fences have been mended. Yeah. I mean, whatever... whatever however much money that Salsa was worth, we've paid back in full and then a lot by our, our continued patronage. Yeah. Uh, that period from like 20... What was it? Like probably 2010 2012, to 2012. The beginning of junior year. Yeah. Probably 2012 to 2014 to 2015. I mean, we probably oh, were going there. That, even a little. Yeah, probably even before that. Like, I guess 2010 to 2014. Those four school. years when we were in high school, I mean, we went to La Fuente pretty much. Every at least, day. yeah, pretty uh, much. It's also St. Thomas Aquinas. That's where the Catholics got their uh, tamales. So. so, moral of the story, shouts out to La Fuente. Support them. Go buy things from them. And do not throw keys into salsa when you're yeah. there. If Don't you make the mistake it. we made. Yeah. Well, we... Cameron. I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, eh, it takes two to tango. All right, takes two tango. It takes at least three people to play Twister. Otherwise, it's just kind of weird. So for now, we're gonna take a recess. Indeed. Court dismissed. Go home. Think about your lives. You know, do something. I don't know. You know, do whatever you want. Play with yourself. Make some mayo. Make some mayo. Drink. Eat some ramen. Take the dog for a walk. That's always fun. But my dog isn't here. He's in New... Well, he's in Arizona right now. I Sammy Solo's living alone. And I'm also blood pressure bean because I'm fucking tense today. <laughs> but that's because I'm drinking coffee. Shouts here. out to the fans for uh, submitting your questions. We're sorry we couldn't reach... We couldn't uh, answer those. But yeah. in the in the absence of your actual questions, why don't we come up with some... Yes. Questions that we want to ask ourselves. Welcome back to Real Time with Bill Maher. New rule. Why does the guy at Starbucks smell like pot? If I wanted to get high and drink coffee, I would have had breakfast at home. <laughs> New rule. Why do Christians talk to snakes? I thought the snake was the devil. New rule. If your name is Donald Trump, you are a bad person. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bill. No, I was watching Bill Maher today. I uh, don't know why. Um, but I was just thinking about him. I think he's a nice guy. He did, that's the thing he does on a show called New Rule, where he reads off new rules. That are like made up rules. And his the number one rule, the big, the, the joke that brought it home for his audience was, mm, skateboarding is part of the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. They need to drug test these athletes to make sure they're smoking pot. I was like, oh wow. My God. Solid. Stephen A. had an aneurysm after Stay this. off the damn weed. Alex Caruso, you're smoking weed.
my gosh. We gotta we gotta we gotta get to that now. We were gonna talk about that later no, on the episode, well, but let's we it came up pretty Yeah, naturally. yeah. Uh, well let me ask what's just two birds. Let me ask the question, since the audience can ask the question, let me ask the question to Ben Cohen and Cameron Atkinson. What are your thoughts on the Alex Caruso, Alex Caruso being a player on the Los Angeles Lakers, being arrested for marijuana possession in the Lone Star State, of course, that being Texas? Ben, you first. All right, I'll go first. Honestly, I think it's pretty epic. Uh, Not that he got arrested, but just the whole... That's obviously a bummer. No one wants to see someone else get arrested. Zero zero out of ten. Yeah. But I just think it's kind of funny that he was... It basically was arrested for, like, the residue in his grinder. It was a very small amount. Very small amount. But it will help. I feel like it will help him kind of just... He already has, like, this almost... Not larger-than-life persona because he isn't the most personable person, but... I think the fans, the LA fans, Laker fans especially, will oh, yeah. kind of think it's really fucking oh, yeah. dumb. I heard, Le- <laughs> I, heard, I heard LeBron James was already on it, like trying yeah. to get Yeah, LeBron is on a uh, he, he immediately posted, on a. He posted something about money in an op, like ain't a thing or something like that. Like, yeah, LeBron is definitely going to the Lone Star State and bailing, bailing <laughs> yeah, Alex Caruso out I mean, personally. Like, I think oh, yeah. what the fine is, like you lose your license. Or you get like something like that. It's like 180 days in prison. Yeah, Texas is a red state. Texas is a red state. They just allowed people to own guns without any type of registration or anything like that. But you have a couple of flakes of marijuana in a grinder, you are a fucking criminal. Yeah, you're a heathen. Let me tell you, bud. You stay off the fucking weed. <laughs> Ted Cruz is going to have to come sprinkle some holy water on your forehead. As a proud Texan man whose family's been living in this hill state for decades, Mr. Cruz, so I am dishonored by your behavior. No, yeah, what are you, you going to do? It's the red states, folks. If Be careful, Californians. Yeah. Be I careful. Mean, Crossing can, state lines. I can totally understand how be careful. he may have honestly not known that it was in his bag, but like when you're in a state like Texas and you are who you are, you shouldn't fuck around like that. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. It's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of clumsy on his part. Yeah, when I agree at 100%. The end, at the end of the day, it's like, what, literally yeah. like less than a gram of weed? It's yeah, like, I think... Chill the, the fuck out, give him a fine, and move on. Let him go. If it let happened go. in most, I mean... We gotta compare... get that boy back in the court and ready to go for next season, baby. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get, we gotta like get uh, Caruso ready to go for the Lake Show. But I think, going off your point, I think it's... I mean, if he was in any other state, if he was pulled over in California, if he was pulled over in Oregon, and any of these states where recreational Ooh, marijuana the, is legalized, at the airport, so I yeah, guess it is a little bit more serious once you're in there. That's but even though, even yeah. though, yeah. once you like, I mean, when you fly out of LAX, um, you're they don't check for marijuana. Yeah, they don't really care. He wasn't there. He no, was, I know, but I'm saying it's like it's kind of silly. It's just, silly. You know, yeah. he could have probably had a gun on him. And well, this been is, like, have this a great is, day. This <laughs> is going to be a continuing issue for people until it's marijuana is legal at a federal level. I think you Texas can smoke is weed certainly on its way to opening up to that. Oh, yeah. No, sure. I'm sure it's regionally it's chiller, but like as a state and then just as a country, I mean, until we... And this is something I think there's a growing bipartisan consensus, certainly under like the, the new Republican Party, who's like kind of the... Like, the QAnon people are totally okay with you smoking weed. That's fine. They're just not okay with pedophiles. And, you know, neither am I. Yeah. I'm pro-weed, anti-pedophile. And that's honestly a very... That's a sensible argument to make. So, 
that's sort of the new the new Republican vanguard that's going to come come to power. I mean, I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene minds if you hit the vape pen and like go on a man to make a write a manic Facebook post at one in the morning. I'm pretty sure that's on brand for MTG. Uh, our our QAnon queen, dude. Shout outs to her and doing her thing, dude. Keep grinding. She is literally like the like an Ojai Eagles mom who's like two Danny bars and two glasses of wine deep at a charity fundraiser <laughs> all the time. That's those are the people who are running the country, folks. So if you have dual citizenship, you might want to think about getting the fuck out of here. Anyways, let's do another question now. Since I'm I'm asking the questions now. All right, I like it. I like it because the yeah. audience. Is it the audience's fault? In Not a way. In a way, you got to go out there and hate the audience, right? You yeah, gotta, it was about... Yeah. I love the audience, hate the audience, fuck the audience. Become the audience, <laughs> dude. Now I am the audience. <laughs> Neapolitan mindset. You have to understand. Let me ask you a question. And this time, Cameron, you go first. All right, all right. You, hypothetical. Let me say hypothetical. Okay? Let's say my sister is beautiful. Okay? Very beautiful. She's gorgeous. Lovely. No, that's not the question. Ben, thank you, though. Ben Shapiro. Not going. Cameron. Get him out of here. Yeah, Cameron. You are riding a train. An Amtrak-style train. It's going to San Luis Obispo. You left the Santa Barbara terminal at approximately 12 p.m. The train is moving at 70 miles per hour. It is now 4 p.m. and you are in Santa Maria. On the other side of the tracks, another train that just left the station in Oakland that is traveling 71 miles per hour. How fast do trains go? 80. They go pretty fast. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> fast as fuck, boy. Still fast as fuck, boy. Come get some. Ben, you're a train guy, right? You I'm used to lost. be. Okay, yeah. You stay right there, sir, and show your work. You have to show your work on this question. Dude, remember those problems? Hey, um, I see that you didn't show your work. Um, I see that you're not showing the work or holding the space. Dude, that's a good one. Show the work. If we were like woke math people, do the work. Show the show work. Show the work. We are math without hate, and the hate isn't eight, of course, because we're math. And on Pi Day, we throw pie in white people's faces. That's what we do. Math without hate, dude. Going back to the math problem, I'll answer that by saying I'm going to stop in Santa Maria and pick up some tri-tip. <laughs> there you go. That's only that. Dude, it was a trick question. He saw right through it. Hell yeah, what kind of barbecue sauce are you yeah. going to use? Uh, let this boy go. <laughs> Dry, baby. T Santa Maria style. Yeah, right. he can Dry her up, baby. Another let let, let, let him in the football game. He can, he can go. Let him in. He's that's, one of us. Yeah, that's the ID scan, dude. It's like Terminator. It's like, let me taste something, brother. You're driving to Santa Maria. What's the first thing you're picking up when you get to Santa Maria? Ben, we spent some time in Santa Maria, you and I together. The Windy City. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the second Windy yeah. City. The city by the bay, Santa Maria. <laughs> hey, Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> that's my type of place. People come up and greet you with some cum on their face. <laughs> It's smile on their face in the original version, but see, I made it. I made it adult, so it's explicit, so it's funny. LOL. As we said, we are lit. It's funny because it's. I mean, folks, we don't have to make crude jokes if you don't like us to. We can clean our act up. 
San Maria, though, Ben and I spent some time there together. Uh, and Jeep as well was there. We actually shared a hotel room in San Maria. I'll be taking over for Jeep in this moment. Yeah. So what well, I will say is we mop with the floor with the Santa Maria water yeah, polo team yes, in their did. inaugural inaugural, inaugural <laughs> game at their new pool and we just totally we're, just ribbon cutting. The mayor was there with big scissors and they cut a ribbon and everything. Oh, it was their brand new pool. That part was a lie about the mayor, but it was a brand new pool <laughs> and we were the first game. Nordoff Rangers taking on the San Maria team and it was one of our few victories. Yeah, because Ben Cohen and I played on the water polo team together. All right, he was my sergeant at arms back when they put me in charge of that ship. And I sunk it. I ran aground. But that was what the Attitude Era was all about. There's not even one off water pool heads in the audience. You might have heard a little something about the Attitude Era. We're the fucking guys who started that shit. We're the guys who, who did the damn... But ben, when we, when we started playing water pool as freshmen, we didn't even have a pot to piss in. Honestly, I might say something kind of controversial, but when we joined the Nordoff water polo team as freshmen... It's kind of a cucked out vibe. It was kind of a cucked out vibe. A little bit cucked out. Not not all the way cucked out. There were some greats. You know, Dane Whitman was captain. Shouts all time Dane. great. Shouts all time legend. The Whitman clan is like the royal family of North Waterpool. Yeah. Right? Aquat- like Ohio aquatic, aquatic Aquatics sports. in general. I mean, they're just. Yeah, they're up there. Grail. Up there with the, um, the, the, um, the daughters. Those also are the two. legendary. Yeah, chips. Sam dude. and Joe. Chips with a Shouts dip. Out. Yeah. Chips with a dip. But we got there. It was kind of cucked out. Two years later, when we become upperclassmen, things start turning around. And then our senior year, we institute a socio, a socio-political experiment known as the Attitude Era, which encompassed every level of the lives of the men, the boys, well, the young men involved. And I would say it was rather transformative for the program. Did we have a winning record? Of course not. Of course not. We lost all the time. But we were in a league against Oaks Christian. That was like going up against an SS Panzer Battalion with fucking... I mean, that was terrifying. With all the Mali and meth. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah a bunch of methed out Germans and Panzer Shreks. We may, we may have lost many games to Oaks Christian, but... We did steal their snacks on yeah. occasion. Yeah. Did, we, after the game, we would, post lift, game. we would lift shit, no doubt. All the snack moms. Oh. Hey, look over there. <laughs> Ooh, Oaks Christian mom community. Um, I feel like I could have welcomed you. I feel if I had like a Speedo on, I could have hopped in the pool and played with you guys. I feel like at one point, Marty truly felt like I was on the team. You were spiritually a part of the team. You, you, came to you all were the part games. of the Attitude Era. Yeah, I was and also, allowed uh, in the locker room. He was part of the Attitude Era, no doubt. There's always that guy. I mean, every movie I've ever seen about like high school football, there's like, the guy who's funny and is like cool. You know. I just had to go support the, my yeah, homies su- too. Support the f- Anyways... Attitude there. I ran into some people who said they listened to the podcast at Deer Lodge about a week and a half ago who were like, we played water polo, class 2018. Ha <laughs> ha, Attitude Era. <laughs> they were like, they played with Timmy. But I was like, oh, we played with Jeep. That's a different animal. Some boys are just built different. The Yeti. <laughs> yeah. That's the Attitude Era. But anyways, folks, shout outs, Ranger Pride. You already know what it is. Ben, what else can we uh, bring to the people's attention today? Uh, Please come on in here, Ben Cohen. I mean, this is great. This is talk this about is a get. Let's talk about honestly. a get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, come like, in, do your thing. Say whatever you want. I don't know. Okay. There's some water. So something that's come to my attention recently, especially on as a hyper online person who's addicted to his smartphone and looking at social media, 
seems like everyone's been talking about short shorts and the appropriate length of shorts for men and what the right length of shorts should be. And we're not allowed to wear uh, like cargo shorts anymore or whatever. Yeah, I guess are. cargo shorts are canceled. I don't know about that. I personally, I don't know if cargo shorts are canceled. Loki, I think I look good in cargo shorts. I love cargos. And I can hold a bunch of things in the pockets, so fuck you. But personally, <laughs> I've always been a fan of wearing like the shorter shorts, like the 70s basketball vibe. Ben of, like, has thighs, bro. I got thighs. Yeah, I mean, cool. it's in my Instagram handle, at Ben's and Thighs. I mean, Kid rides you know a bike. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah. I'm, I'm proud of my legs. I'm proud of the definition that I've cultivated in the muscular... <laughs> fantasy calves. Yeah, fantasy calves. <laughs> you know what it is. So anyway, when you know when I see this popping up online and I see people talking about how men should be wearing short shorts and how it looks good, I mean I'm like fuck yeah, let's no, go. No, so this is, this is not short though. Because yeah, this like, is actual hate speech and it's part of how. What, uh, I mean, it's I part of the Europeification of the American some, male. <laughs> some cock and balls are gonna be hanging yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Low Oops. key, we don't need anyone pulling a paddock. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep talk. Big. It happens though. It no, was an people, innocent mistake. Well, you know what I'm saying. Innocent. I wasn't there. Short shorts are not work appropriate. Let's just put it that way. Sir, I was not if there. You're I out saw the streets, nothing. You can wear the shorter shorts. For the listeners who may not, no, no, nah. All right, too far. Uh, okay. If you went to Nordoff and you hear Mr. Paddock in shorts, then you know what we're talking There's about. There's absolutely no disrespect. No disrespect. No, it's, it's just like a, a scenario. True Nordoff. I've been watching Jersey Shore, and that was a situation. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you have a situation. That is a situation. But right. I want to get your guys' feet on that. Like, well, you, I told well, you. how you're feeling. I mean, Sam's rocking short shorts right yeah, now. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. Sam's wearing shorts with definitely a three-inch inseam at the moment. But like, I'm wearing I, them. Not because I was shamed, body shamed, Euro shamed by French women. I'm wearing these shorts because of my own volition. And kings out there, the men's shorts discourse, it's literal violence. You wear whatever shorts you want, doesn't matter. You want to wear Costco shorts? Put them on, king. You want to wear a little fucking spew, pew, pew? All right, let me see them, you know, it's all right. Then put them on, let me see them. Let me see. You want to wear like mid-level shorts? You still have your fucking uh, gym class shorts you wear? Put them on. Put on oh, whatever. Those are tight. <laughs> put on whatever shorts you want. I the men's shorts discourse is violence. They think gray sweatpants show. Those old gym shorts though. <laughs> gym short dick print vibes. <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I for me, I think it's great because I've always really liked wearing short shorts and showing off my legs. But I will say, fellas, like Sam, I'm gonna echo Sam's point. Uh -huh. Wear whatever shorts make you yeah. feel great about your legs and feel great about your body. It's mm. all body positivity, mm. body whatever positivity, you can body positive. Dude, things are rough, bro. You can't necessarily just afford to go buy short shorts because it's a fad. Yeah, and the short shorts they're talking about are a very particular type of short shorts. They're not like you said, '70s basketball short shorts. This is a this is this is the Europeanization of the American male. Fellas, you might need to go put on some some jeggings. 
We could go the opposite Capri's. way. Just, like, yeah, Capri's. Capri Summer. T- yeah. Hot Boy Capri Summer 2021. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you don't love me at my Capri's, you don't get to love me when you see my knees. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you just might catch me in those pants that zip at the knee. Those are... Those, oh, yeah, that's goaded. Hey, we got a Zoomer audience. Hey, Zoomers, we, we see you, dude. Zoomers, sound off in the chat for me one time. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to the channel. Don't forget to uh, smash like and hit subscribe and the notification bell uh, to get updates when I post new content. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was live, no? It's yeah, not live? No, this is going to be pre-recorded. Oh, and shit. Everything cool will be taken out. Um, So, <laughs> we're now talking about so every, that's what i mean is what you hear this is just the stuff we can say because the stuff we couldn't say was the location of fucking certain places let's just say i have obtained a copy of jeffrey epstein's black book yeah let's just say i gotta i don't wanna be a page in your diary jeffrey epstein don't be so rude and mean can't you see that you're just like me? Um, rest wow. In, rest in peace. <laughs> no, uh, wow. I mean, rest in piss, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, that was more accurate. That was something else, Sam. Yeah, thank you. you. Busted that out. That was oh, dope. Well, yeah, yeah, I can sing. Uh, a pub karaoke night pre-pandemic. That's where I was. I haven't gone back yet. Uh, anyways, I went uh, last weekend, not this most in. recent Saturday. I skipped last night. Cameron, I talk, got, talk got to us. a little too faded on a city going to town. I was like, there is no way. But last weekend, oh man, all the all the regulars were there. It was great to see everybody. I felt way too at home. It was weird. So how how are you guys feeling about? I mean, as we know, California is shout out to the hub. Shout us out to the hub. We appreciate you. We appreciate your service to the community. Um, but how are you guys feeling as CBD? things, the mask mandate was lifted in California. The, the mask? Last, yeah, yeah, the mask mandate inside was lifted in California last month. Like, how are we feeling about things reopening and masks not being required in many public spaces? And most people are, va- like, I think California, the, the percentage of people vaccinated is almost, it's like reaching close to 75%. That's what I was, yeah. So how are we, how are we feeling, fellas? I'm down with it. The masks were getting a little old, getting a little intense. I think there's sort of a broad socio, a social engineering um, design with some of the reason why the mask mandate was uh, carried out the way it was in the particular places it was. I think there's an element of wanting to desocialize the populace because when you look at a person's face, you can really gauge. That's how you see. You see a person's face, their emotions. I mean, unless it's like fucking... Um, was dude from Psycho, Norman Bates, and it's like Norman Bates, and you can't read his. But you know, most human beings show emotion through their facial expressions and their body language. But I mean, you remove one half of that. Yeah, I think it's great, man. I think you know, it's cool. I don't like wearing a mask, so I, I wore it. I was never an anti-masker. I did what I was told. But I'm just saying, it's nice to be able to walk into Westridge and buy my little uh, cat food and buy you know whatever without wearing a mask. It's definitely on just a, a creature comfort level. I'm pretty happy with it. And on a broader level, I guess it's good that the restrictions are over, so maybe people can, you know, feel a little more chilled out. But I think it's going to be hard to recover from the year, year-long year psychic blitzkrieg that our fucking media media elites waged on us. So. And, 
And it, 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 the fear is warranted. I mean, it's it was a terrifying time. I'm not. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's it was, nothing wrong with even. Sorry to cut you off with wearing your mask still. Yeah, yeah. Like if you still feel the need to put it on when you go to the grocery store, all power to you. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I think that like they were pretty fucking helpful, honestly. Like I hated it too. I did not enjoy putting that mask on and you know going to grocery shopping or having to go into any fucking anywhere it was weird yeah for me i i totally hear what you guys are saying and i I, that makes sense and for me it was it's interesting my like relation to the like mask wearing has kind of changed over time it was like the beginning of the pandemic it was like okay you got to wear a mask outside and that protects you it was like okay you masked up yeah we masked everyone masked Mm -hmm. up i masked up it was like okay i don't mind wearing the mask like i can rock with the mask and do this all and then it was like basically a full year of doing that in every situation, even outside, you know, walking outside. That was kind of, you know, you see people wearing masks. Especially and, in your situation you in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, like we were in Ojai. We were blessed to be here, honestly. Yeah, like you, you were could, in the heat. Yeah. Ben was in big, big time LA. Yeah, so, but now even, you know, now that the mask mandate has been lifted in public situations, it's interesting because it's like there will still be situations where. You know, most, you know, you see the sign on the door of a place you go and it's like, oh, masks are only required if you're back, if you're not vaccinated. That's a little weird. Yeah. That's and, a little sus. And so, no I way mean, to prove. It, there's no know? way to prove that. And so it's kind of just like an honor system, whatever. But then it's like you go in and then you see most people, especially right when the day, like, I forget, I think it was like June 11th or 12th. The 15th. It was June 15th. So like right around June 15th, you would go, it was like a shift where it was like, you I would think go into a store. It took like two days after that for stores to actually be okay with. Yeah, them. well, it's like you go in and a lot. You know, for me at least, from my perspective of it is like if I go into a space and I see everyone wearing masks, still, I'll just be like, okay, I'll just throw on the mask, whatever. And you don't want to get shamed. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like people my, getting keep my distance. Yeah, throwing side eye. I don't want thing. people to think I'm like you know hating or like breathing my particles on any on everyone, but. To a certain extent, like, once I got vaccinated, I was like, fuck this mask. Like, yeah. I just want to not wear my mask and walk around and breathe I didn't want to wait till June 15th. I was like, Real. I'm ready to go now. It was interesting, at least from my, from my own perspective, just seeing how quickly I shifted from just, like, being down with it. I'm still down with wearing masks. It's not like I'm going to, like, yell at someone for wearing a mask, but no, just no. thinking of, like, you know, that shift in how we, you know... Yeah, I'm not going to shame an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I will deny the anti-maskers the fucking, what they didn't afford to other people. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be yelled at if you're wearing it or if you're not wearing it. Just let people do whatever. This is America. Fundamental level, you got to let, there has to be some individual sovereignty. And if you want to wear it still, then I guess fucking wear it. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's, It's fine. Hypothetically, if I chose to wear a mask and you told me not to, you're cut. Let's say that your sister is gorgeous. Okay, hypothetically. Let's say your name is Ben Shapiro and you have a beautiful sister, all right? And she sings opera. Okay, hypothetically. All right. So, final question I'm going to ask to our guest, Ben. Except, is he... Ben, why are you here in this room right now? Are you just stopping by or do you have other plans oh i have other plans folks so if you don't know now you know i am officially joining the 805 and revolt team and i will be joining the show as podcast producer co-host 
big homie. Bro. Bro. Yeah. LA, LA Bureau Chief. Yeah, LA Bureau Chief. Mm-hmm. Chief Los Angeles Correspondent. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be joining uh, the podcast, and uh, I'm excited to be joining the podcast, and hopefully, yeah, we'll make some, make some magic on the, the internet airwaves. Absolutely. We're super fucking stoked to have you too, bud. Yeah, it's it's a great addition. Russell left big shoes to fill, but I'm sure if he'd want anyone filling them, he would want you. We're keeping it in-house, keeping it in the family. We're not going to outsource this. Can't be done. So, Ben, last segment of the show, I want the people to get to know you a little bit better. Many of them already know you, but let's do a little lightning round Q&A. I ask a question, you give me a quick answer. So, we've asked these questions on the show before. What's your favorite cereal? Lucky Charms. Or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Favorite soft drink? This is kind of a basic bitch answer, but I'm gonna go with Coca-Cola. Favorite U.S. Prezi Wezzy? Oh wow, this is a tough one. Um, or cutest Prezi Wezzy. Oh, cutest Ooh, Prezi see, Wezzy. that should have really been the <laughs> yeah. The cutest kind of throws it in a whole different direction. Yeah, well, that's well, beauty in the Donald eye. Trump, JFK so, was I mean, pretty cute. I mean, he, he had handsome. that like, yeah, Donald, he was very handsome. Donald he was still young. Dump truck of a fucking Donald ass. did have the dump truck. That the Donald dump truck. Cute. Donald Trump dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Donald Trump is the, is the fuck boy, dude. He's not cute at all, dude. <laughs> but yeah, if, for cutest president, I'll probably have to say JFK. He had that kind of sick little comb Checks over. Out. He was out. still young. Irish the Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Irish American king. Yeah, seafaring king. Yeah. All right, cute as Prezi. Um, who did 9-11? Bush. Okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right, what's your, what's, what's, <laughs> describe yourself in three words. These are, a tough one. these are job interview questions. Okay. But you already have the job, but we just want to know. The three words are live, laugh, love. Ah. Uh, uh, eat, pray, love. Greatest <laughs> strength. What's your biggest strength? Greatest, biggest, most tremendous strength. I mean, this guy had the greatest strength I've ever seen, and he bent me like a pretzel. What's your, what's your, what's your pride? What's your strength? I think my greatest strength is probably patience. I think I'm good at just kind of going with the flow. You know, one of the things that my dad used to always tell me when I was upset or getting stressed out or anxious or whatever, he would always tell me, just let it roll like water off a duck's back. And I totally internalized that and really kind of made that a part of who I am. So I think, you know, in the sense that water just like rolls off a duck's back and doesn't get in their feathers. And that's just kind of something I uh, I live by, just that's letting really things roll off you. Nice. My dad always told me to be smart being stupid. Hmm. So. That's a good one. My dad would tell me that I was stuck on stupid, so I needed to get unstuck, presumptively. <laughs> or I don't know if it was. I don't know if it's possible. Um, ben, biggest weakness? Mm. That have to be being too strong. I mean, they say I'm the toughest, strongest, meanest guy. I mean, I, there's this game. <laughs> you know, rock'em sock'em robots, rock'em sock'em robots. I, I play Baron all the time and I never lose. I never, never lose. Ben, what's... I ask everyone this when Gary Busey was selling ice cream and Dennis Rodman sitting it up. Or I asked them, what are you, what's your biggest weakness? What's your biggest weakness, Ben? I think my biggest weakness is probably I'm just too much of a hunk. I'm yeah. just too sexy. Facts. And it's just yeah, really yeah. just kind of gets in the way sometimes. I'm like, guys, stop. I'm just 
a normal guy. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got feelings too. Sometimes I cry. So yeah. All right. Well, last question. Uh, Cameron, you asked the last question. What is one of your favorite memories of our childhood, young adulthood? I think something that really is super awesome that we did was going to the G.I. Joe retaliation yes. screening. Yes. Yes. Completely. That was a classic That's moment. the only correct answer. Yeah. Well, for the backstory, folks... We this might be an entire episode though. Yeah, we could really do an explode we exploder should. episode we on this experience. About it a bit. We've we've put our toes in the pool, but the short is... the short story is G.I. Joe Retaliation was premiering in theaters. Our whole squad, which at the time was us four, Cameron, Sam, me, Jeep, Russell, Shane Bowen, Vinny. And that was it. Yeah, whole that team. was it. It was whole the team. whole squad. Whole team minus Noah. Minus Noah. The whole squad rolled up to the Ventura Theater. Shout out to Noah. And Graham. Sh- and Graham. And Graham. Shout out to Graham. And Downtown Hat. We, I mean, we took edibles before the movie. It's not a, a weird thing to do, take edibles before a movie, but the experience, we went into the movie theater one way and we came out completely changed because that mm. was a really incredible experience i think all of us had our own different oh, yeah. trip in the theater we all watched different movies that yeah day. Mm-hmm. so that was definitely a really memorable exciting moment yeah. in our lives yeah it's, it's to this day my favorite film ever made gi joe retaliation i know you people think wait was the departed what it's for tie for first okay well speaking of films one more thing speaking of films the Fast and Furious Fast 9 film just premiered this past week. It came out. I have yet to see it. Have you guys seen it? It's on no. HBO. I might watch it soon. It's on HBO? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, you have my access to That's HBO. Right. Is you have to pay extra for premium? I don't think so. It's on it. Damn. Well, that's a movie I'm very excited to see. Wait, what? We're... I think we're all. I speak we for all of us here. Episode on the next. Fast we're gonna yeah. We're gonna have to do an episode yeah. on that film because yeah. we all love Vin Diesel. I'm probably gonna wear a tank top, a muscle, shirt, tank to- muscle, yeah, muscle shirt, muscle shirt, and maybe shave my head and cross just, necklace. Yeah, cross necklace. Have a massive like a, Corona bottle and just <laughs> daily. a big gaudy cross necklace, family. like a big hideous cross necklace that like exactly. Yeah. It's all about the family. And Han is coming back. Yeah. And Han is coming back. We made a deal. We got Han back. Which is great. People love Han. Alright, well, um, show's over, folks. So, uh, final words. We're going to start with Cameron. Then we'll go me. And then Ben will give uh, Ben will talk you out. He'll talk you off the ledge. Cameron, final thoughts on today's episode, which marks a sea change in our organization. We have added a quite a, a powerful piece. Yeah, today was special. We have never had a podcast where we were this naked. We're still clothed, but yeah. we're almost completely naked. It Shirts is still are off. hot mm-hmm. right still, now. It's like 90 something. But so. it is honestly super fucking awesome to have been on the show. I'm super excited. I really hope that we can keep this going. And, you know, today was kind of like a interesting. Thing. you know it's his first time doing this I remember our first time doing this it's a little I wouldn't say awkward but it's like a little it's a little weird talking into a mic and you know staying up with everything and I think today went pretty dang well so I'm super stoked I really appreciate everybody listening keep it up 
Love you guys. That's it. All right. Well, folks, uh, I'm sorry we couldn't answer your questions. I hope this episode gets cut and stitched and ready to go and comes out to you soon. I hope it sounds good. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that um, you have a great evening or morning. And um, just remember, you're not supposed to love your heroes. You're supposed to hate them for making them make you love them. Ben, talk us out. I'm super excited to be joining the 805 and Revolt podcast team, the 805 and Revolt podcast network. I think this is an awesome <laughs> show. Family. Uh, yeah, family, for real. I mean, these guys are my brothers. I love them to death, and I think everyone involved in the show is super hilarious, super awesome, and yeah, I'm excited to continue down, continue on this journey of podcasting adventures, and I am excited to have the listener, you, the listeners, joining us on this adventure so stick around it's gonna be lit we're gonna get into some shenanigans we're gonna get into some hijinks we're gonna keep it we're gonna get yeah the future is wild wild this has been the 805 and revolt podcast i'm ben cohen cameron atkinson we out you're not that guy pal trust me you're not that guy